Mildly Offensive Show 32. And uh, Dylan, uh, we got Yankees coming at you. I think it's time. You think it's time to panic in the Bronx? I think uh, it's time. I think our hair should be on fire. <laughs> Fucking A, man. Aaron Boone should get fired. What do you yeah, yeah oh, well, oh. listen, we can't go we can't go across the uh, borough there and talk to Buck about the uh, the material of the jerseys they're wearing. We should say, what the fuck, Buck? Uh, they prefer cotton. Oh, I, I prefer cotton, too. It's softer. It's cleaner. I, I, I didn't know this. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, some Jess. interesting stuff coming out of Florham Park. Yeah. Uh, signed a... Mackay Becton stuff. Yeah. Down, down for the count. I heard Zach Wilson might not be playing as well as some thought he was. Uh, he's had his days. Okay, he yeah. certainly has. I went to the green and white scrimmage last week at the stadium, and there's not much you can take from that because they're yeah. playing each other. Uh, oh, how was it? I forgot it you was, were doing it. It was very cool. Cool. Yeah. And then let's uh, get into maybe some live golf stuff. Cause yeah, a and uh, the, golf things, so. the FedEx Cup playoffs the just FedEx started Cup, too. Yeah. So Cameron Smith has some interesting Yeah, we've, uh, we've got a lot coming at you. We've got a lot coming on you. Yes, we do. Um, so stay tuned. Yeah. And we'll... We'll coat your face. Yo, yeah, we're oh. gonna we're gonna give you those uh, those coatings that are much important. You know how, going you know how like winter. when you have aspirin, you know how there's a coating on them. Yeah, that's the coating we're referring. Oh to. yes, we'll see you in a few. We're back, Dylan. We're back, uh, and we're black. Well, right? I'm off color, but I'm not black. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear you. Oh yeah, oh uh, yeah. Wait, just a cotton-picking moment. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway, so we're uh, talking Yanks. <laughs> Speaking of cotton. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Aaron Boone is uh, hes a fucking idiot, isn't he? I think we're in trouble. Listen, I don't trust Boone in a big spot anyway. So like, if we're, if we're in a playoff series where we're facing a, a manager like Alex Cora... Which I don't necessarily believe that we're going to because the Red Sox have played awful, especially the second half. But like, if we face a person in of a core's magnitude, or or really anybody that has even Dusty Baker, any any managerial real wits about them, I I feel like we're at a tremendous disadvantage. Yeah, no, I I agree. I obviously the this is not new. I've been no, saying this no you for, have for multiple years now, and I'm getting really tired of it. I'm tired of the whole notion that the Yankees have a guy that just isn't very good as the manager. And and they don't seem like they care about, about fucking getting rid of the guy because they don't want to disrupt the apple. They don't want to upset the apple cart. I'm sorry. The apple cart needs to be upset. Yeah. I'm upset. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, let me ask you this. When George Steinbrenner was alive, right, he was a guy that he didn't care about if there was inner interpersonal chaos within the organization. And then I feel like his son only cares about making sure everybody's happy and making sure that he has stability. But like you can't you you can't have stability and sacrifice how good your team is for the stability. Like your stability is great if you're like the Giants and you have a guy named uh I don't know, Tom Coughlin who's winning, you know, you multiple Super Bowls. But when you don't have multiple Super Bowls going on, or multiple World Series going on, like a Joe Torre, or even a Joe Girardi, you got to change up what the fuck is going on. Yeah, no. Uh, so I, I do believe that it's time to panic in the Bronx. But I will say this. 
The lead is big enough. I don't think it's time for us to throw ourselves off the George Washington Bridge just yet. What about the Golden Gate Bridge? Because I mean, we'd have well, to walk out to. I think we. San well, Fran for that. Well, yeah. I think if Judge goes to San Francisco, that's when we throw ourselves. Then we throw ourselves off the Golden, ourselves Golden Gate. Yeah, yeah. Listen, we, if he goes to San Francisco, I'll fucking kill him. Yeah. Well, that should be noted. Yeah. Yeah. I'll fucking I'll go to, like I'll when he moves out there I'll. Fucking, I'll chase him the fuck down. I'll fucking kill this guy. Yeah, make friends with him. Yeah. Show him around the town. I'll get him drunk at, at the at then, a local yeah. gay bar. Because, you know, he'll be a real gay guy for going to San Fran. And then and then we'll we'll drug him. Yeah. We'll, you this, know. This sounds like a plan. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, this is, this we shouldn't is, give away too much. No, we probably shouldn't, but I have to. Only <laughs> because, I mean, the guy's 6'8", so it's going to be a tough, and it's going to be a tough get. And then we'll, what we'll do is we'll call his we'll call his sister, and we'll take her out for a nice seafood dinner, and never call her again. Yeah, definitely not ever call her again, unless he's with the Yankees. Then I would call her a second time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, maybe we'll go for but, Chinese this time. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna go a little cheaper. Saskatchewan. Seafood's a little bit expensive. Sis- Saskatchewan Garden. Saskatchewan. You know? Tell you what, last time I ate there, it was a little chewy. Um. So why don't we? Uh, yeah. yeah. So so Dylan. What worries you the most about the team right now? Um, I don't know where to start. I, I, is it the pitching? I think it's the pitching. Um, we don't have the the teams that we're going to run into have quality, really good pitchers. Yes, like, like look, look at look at the uh, even Seattle now. Look at Seattle. Yeah. Seattle has they Castillo. have they have Castillo and they have um, they have that other kid that started for us the first game that we actually hit pretty well. Forgot what his name is now. What you know? What I'm talking about. Uh, I, 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 not I can't remember the kid's head. Name. I know who you're talking about, though. So they have at least two pitchers that are shutdown pitchers in the playoffs. Yeah. Um. Then you go to the Astros, who have Verlander. Um, Verlander. They got. Um. Uh. Who the fuck else do they have now? They uh, have a. They have a couple of really good pitchers. I mean, because uh, I, I, they're like, gonna get McCullers back. But the thing is, like they've switched out guys, but they still have good pitching because yeah. their 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 system. Well, because they're run their system. Their system is built to create talent. Essentially, their organizations run well. It's, it is run well. Yeah, that's the thing that pisses me off the most about them. It's not that not only that they cheated, but like that team didn't necessarily need to cheat. Yet they did it because they're fucking scumbags. Yeah, and that's what upsets me. Because if if they did it by the book. Then we could sit here and we could appreciate how good they are and how well run they are. Then I wouldn't be so crazy about beating them. But the thing that really sticks in my fucking you know crack the most about those is that the Red Sox. I think I told you this the last time. The Red Sox beat them in the playoffs and, and won the World Series in 2018. And the Yankees haven't been able to do shit against yeah. them in multiple years in 17 or in 19. And it's just really bothersome that that our nemesis is a team. Um, that the Red Sox can beat no problem, and we can't fucking do it. Yeah, um, no, that's definitely a problem. And um, I, I think the, like I, I said, I've said this for months. The Astros are the only team that I worry about. I don't in the in the AL. I don't worry about the Twins. I don't yeah. worry about the fucking White Sox. Or, what about? But you don't worry about the Mariners at all. Not really. No. See, the Mariners to me, I'm not saying that they're not like. I'm not saying that they're they're on the same level as. Houston, they're not. But the Mariners are one team that I think if we have to go out on the West Coast and play them and they have the home field, yeah. that we, we could definitely lay an egg against them. I, I I think the Twins are a team we've had so much 
great history against that it's tough for me to see us really playing badly against. Yeah, I don't worry. I don't worry about the Twins. Um, and then in the AL East, if we end up having to play like a Toronto or or even a Tampa, like, and I know they're not playing very good right now, so they might not. Neither might not, might not make the playoff. But I'm just saying, like, if we have to play, you know, Tampa, like that would yeah. that would be a tough matchup. Tampa and always we, plays as hard. The the good thing though is that we can fall back on is we've played well against Toronto this year, and we have played yeah. decent against Tampa this year. And the thing, I think we played better against Tampa than we have the past couple of years yeah. this year. And the thing and the thing about well, but I also think Tampa's not quite as good as well, they were. Yeah, and I and I don't think Toronto's as good as they were. And Toronto's also been very disappointing this year. They fired their manager, and you know, how, yeah. So Charlie Charlie Montoyo Montoyo or whatever the fuck his name is is gone. So. Yeah. But he and I thought he was a good manager, so to me it's it's a little shocking. But um, so my my biggest issue with this team is, and I I never really thought I would say this, um, but I'm really worried about the bullpen at this point. I I Clay Holmes has proven that he's not that he's not been as good a closer as he as we thought he was. Yeah. He he's blown multiple games that he shouldn't have blown. He, there was a game where he walked four guys and just couldn't throw strikes. And it's like you cannot do that when you're the closer. When you're the guy coming in with a two run lead, you cannot fucking walk four guys before getting an out. Just you can't do it. And Clay Clay's a great. His stuff is great. It's undeniable. And I have no problem with him being in that position. My problem with him at this point though is if you it, you can't be inconsistent. If you're inconsistent, then I don't, and you can't you can't be trusted as the closer. Then you cannot be the closer, right? And like, I have the same issue with Chapman, and so the Yankees have this. The Yankees issue right now to me in the bullpen is they they have no closer because nobody's consistent enough to be the closer. And Lewisica has been garbage this year. That's the other thing they sent down Marinaccio, right? And then they used Lewisica for what? Right to replace Marinaccio, a guy that was pitching great. And you're going to replace a guy that's pitching great with a guy that's pitching like shit. Makes a lot of sense. Also, we have fucking when the fuck is 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 Britain coming back? That I was just going to mention that I'm not entirely sure, but maybe that will be the guy that will step in. And I mean, Jesus Christ, the guy hasn't pitched in. I don't remember the last time he fucking pitched as a Yankee. Yeah, he didn't pitch this year yet. I thought he was fucking. I thought he was uh, off the team at this point. Yeah. I I haven't heard anything about him. And uh, Severino's still out. Severino's out. Like, and that's another thing. And and then the other problem I have, obviously now, is our our hitting. Our situational hitting's been terrible. I mean, Ben Intendi for the first ten games he was a Yankee was terrible, which didn't make me feel good about that trade. Um, and uh, you know, we finally brought up Andujar, and I don't know how Andujar is hitting, but probably not great if they're if they're not. And I don't know how many how many games has he been up for? Do you know? Uh, two. Okay, I think so he was up for the Mariners. Okay, so then that's the second Mariners game. That's not that enough of a yeah. of a sample size for me to, to criticize him. But yeah, he came up. He but, came up uh, Tuesday night. But Isaiah Kiner Falefa, I saw a stat about him where they said his numbers were very similar to Joey Joey uh, Gallows. Yeah, and like that doesn't make me feel good about him. I well, that's that's why I was saying to you before we recorded. Maybe maybe the move is to to bring up a bring up Peraza and. But I like Peraza's mashing right now. But I like IKF because his defense. Is yeah, good. yeah. But and, and like I do think he's gotten a lot of big hits for his issue. You can't you can't really quantify, um, 
you can't go, okay, the guy's only gotten this many hits, but like you have to also think about where he's gotten the hits, when he's gotten the hits, you know, where he's batting in the lineup. I don't think he's been terrible this year to you. No, I don't think he's been terrible at all, but Yeah, it's but you can't You can't you can't justify having a guy that's that's playing poorly like that. Mm-hmm. Even Hicks. You can't Well Hicks Hicks I was reading the thing. There's four guys, yeah. including in the minor leagues, that are better than Hicks. Why yeah. is he playing? Yeah, why, Dominguez. Why is, why is he on the field? You're gonna get you're gonna get Bader back at some. That's point. the thing. Like, what? Like this organization used to be run so well, and and I feel like they don't know their ass from their face right now. Well, sometimes it's uh, very easy to confuse an ass for a face, you know. <laughs> but everything I, looks good, butter face. Uh, yeah, well, the butter faces. I mean, those women, you know. They have a lot of butter. I know a lot of butter faces. Yeah. A lot of butter I can't faces. believe it's not butter faces. <laughs> <laughs> but. No, but you know what I'm saying, though? Maybe bring up Peraza and let him play. And yeah, how long are we going to. Peraza's in the minor leagues, right? Yeah. I mean, he's in he's triple in, A, right? He's in Scranton. So, if. But, if, but if, how long are we going to have these, pro- these, these prospects that are supposedly so good and not get a chance to look at them? What about Volpe? Is, right. is, how, how's he play? He's played well the second half, right? Yeah. I, he, uh, but he's in double A. Right? Dominguez is playing well. Isn't Volpe in double yeah, A though? Yeah, I believe Dominguez is. This is a this is the time where, where the Martians and where I wish we had Matt Van Tassel here with us. He'd be it, able to tell us. Is the Martian in 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 uh, in triple A or no in double A? He's probably in double A, right? Yeah. Okay, so we're we're not going to bring up a guy from double A to the majors, obviously. But Peraza makes sense. I'll yeah, give, give you, you know. And then uh, listen, if we go into next year, if we go into next year, and and one of those two kids is not our starting shortstop, then why do why why are we not trading these prospects? Exactly. You know what I'm saying. Exactly, and and like so, and Cashman's got to look at it like this, right? Cashman's got to look at it like I don't have a contract next year. Why the fuck? Would he care about preservation of the minor league farm system if he's not guaranteed to have a job next year? Right. Like, it doesn't make sense. You should try to save your job now. You you take those guys and you flip them. You go get Juan Soto. You fucking spend money. You re-sign Judge. Yeah. You do the shit that you're supposed to do to make it work. Now. Not not next year. Not in 2025 or 24. Like, you got to do it now. Yeah. There's no, you know, listen, if you want to fall back on the fact that we, we have such a good farm system and so many good prospects, you can't, you, you can only fall back on that for so the long funny, before, before, you're, before the entire fan base is going to be screaming in your face telling you to play. Bring somebody up and let them play. And, you know, the funny thing about, about the Yankees, too, is we went and got, uh, we went and traded, um, we got we got uh, a prospect, the fifteenth best pro- prospect out of uh, yeah the Gallo trade. out of out, from the Gallo trade, and fucking um he's the tenth best prospect in the Yankee organization now, and uh, like it 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 just shows that the Yankees system isn't really that deep yeah at this point so like it doesn't like it it's kind of mind boggling for us to go well. We're building this great farm system. We're building from from the future. You you got a guy from the Dodgers who was their fifteenth best prospect, and you you got him to the Yankees, and immediately he he jumps up five spots. That tells me right there that our system isn't that great. Yeah, we have we have some good players. Peraza is really good, and and uh, obviously Dominguez could be really good, yeah. and Volpe could be really good. But like like you said. It, you know, it's all fucking bullshit until you see him, 
You see him in the major leagues doing it. Like, Greg Bird is a prime example of this. Greg Bird was a really good minor league player. We thought he was going to be a great first baseman for years, right? Yeah. Greg Bird didn't really pan out. He couldn't hit fastballs. But the other thing is, too, how many of these prospects over the last five, six years have panned out? Really not very many. Judge? Aaron Judge. And uh, let's think real quick. Me, uh, Well, I mean... You really can't give him credit for for uh, Glaber because Glaber was on the uh, yeah he was on the Cubs. I mean, and I mean, Andujar hasn't been up enough to I mean, Andujar. You can't really sit here and say has been a success yeah, yet because what? he had one really good year. Justice Sheffield gone, Chance Adams gone. Yeah, but like, th- both of those guys didn't pan out. Right. They yeah. they have a laundry list of guys that haven't panned out that were supposed to be good. Which makes me want to say we should trade. Whatever we can trade to get guys that are established right now yeah. to win now. Because this whole thought process that we're building from the fucking ground up is a horseshit thing. Jorge Mateo is another one, but he's panned out. He's playing really well for Baltimore. Jorge Mateo took him a few years. Yeah, he's, he's but he's pretty, playing well for Baltimore. He's been good. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, I, I, I am happy for Mateo. I'm happy for Baltimore, actually. Yeah, I, think. I what, don't have a problem with Baltimore. What's his, uh, the catcher there? Uh, uh, Adley Rutschman. He's been great, right? Yeah. They they traded Trey Mancini and then turned around and got Brett Phillips for nothing from the from the race. Did they really? Yes. They got Brett Phillips? Yeah, at the deadline. For why, nothing. Why for for what? For nothing. I don't know what they got him for. But he's in, he's playing in Baltimore. I like Brett Phillips. Yeah. The Yankees should have gotten him. Fuck. Yeah. He's a good player. But he's an outfielder too, isn't he? Fuck, dude. Anyway, so listen, I don't So the sky's not falling because other teams aren't playing great. But my question to you is this. Yankees win the ALA still? Yeah. Do you think we're going to have home field the first round? The first round? We should, right? Yeah. But ultimately... Because I think, I think going down the stretch, we're still going to wind up being the, the, third, the second or third best team in baseball. But, but, the, but, the, 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 but the, ultimately, I think we're going to end up having to go to Houston... Yeah, and we're going to end up fucking pro- probably losing because we have to go to Houston, right? The um the this this shitty play that's been going on that's... for we were terrible in July. Yeah. And and now now halfway well, through August we need to we need to turn. Well, July we were like 500 and in August we've been below 500. Yeah, we need to the, it should start this weekend against the Red Sox it, where, where we clamp down and yeah. By the way, my brother's going to Boston. Oh yeah, to go see, he's watching the Yankees Red Sox one of the games there. Yeah, oh very cool. Yeah, so it should be fun. Um, all right, so we're uh, we're gonna take a quick uh, snooze, right? Yeah, I don't I don't think I really have anything else to say. Yeah, we're we're a little we're, perturbed uh, by the by the uh, by the Yanks right now, but you know, at the end of the day, like I mean, they played so well. They were playing seven hundred ball the whole season. Yeah. So for us to be playing. 450 or whatever now is is it sucks. I'm curious just to see what we'll do at full strength. We get Stanton back and yeah. and uh I'd like I'm curious to see how Harrison Bader pans out. Yeah, but Bader's not going to be there until sometime in yeah, September, September, right? And I you know what it's the whole that that whole uh you know uh Jordan Montgomery trade still yeah. upsets me so anyway. But um all right, well we're going to Hopefully, uh, have some good things to say about the Yankees next time we uh, we talk about them. And uh, yeah, and we'll uh, it's we'll, been a little brutal lately, but uh, but we'll we'll try to keep a positive attitude. We're gonna dust off, and we'll uh, we'll come back with some Jets.
Yeah. Dust uh, off. Fuck yeah. off. Yeah, piss off. Yeah, we're gonna fuck your mother. We're gonna go talk to Buck about maybe getting us some cotton yeah. shirts instead we're, of polyester. We're, we're gonna give Mary Kate and Ashley Olson a chocolate milk apiece, wake up an hour later on their stomachs, and call it a day. <laughs> right. <laughs> See you in a bit. <laughs> hey! Ho! Whoa. Let's go! We're back. <laughs> a little uh, Joey Ramone action there for you. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Probably rolling in his grave with how good that sounded. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. The best I'm rolling band through of, a straight line. The best band of all time, you know? Da, 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 da. Let's Krieg Bop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Yeah, I think it's German. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, the, uh, the the jet skis here. The jet skis. Uh, first, the jet skis. First preseason game tomorrow night. Don't try the jet ski. Uh, Me too. Eh, I wish I had fucking any kind of boat. Fuck. That would be but cool. A jet ski would be even... I mean, like, a jet ski's like a poor man's boat, but at least I could... Yeah, but you... I think I could at least get a poor man's boat. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, dude. And you can still get bitches with a jet ski. The closest I'll ever come is a fucking cardboard box and a fucking water and a, and a water dam. <laughs> and fucking thing would fucking sink to the bottom. <laughs> hey, bitch, come here before it sinks. <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, yeah, so we got the first preseason game tomorrow. Um, Wilson's been Wilson's been on and off. Um, He's been hot and cold, right? Yeah. Uh, this the two the three the three guys that I watched the most. I should say the four guys that I watched the most in the uh, the green and white scrimmage was was uh, Garrett Wilson. How was he looking? He looked pretty good. He looked really good. Um, or, or I, I watched Sauce quite a bit. Sauce. I heard Sauce was been. Amazing. He's. So, Sol- heard- Bob Sala said the other day he's never heard a rookie who talks so much trash. Yeah, and, because and, they're all entitled these days. But you know what? He So, Sauce is listed at 6'3", and I think he's that tall. Like, I really do. And I was watching him. He was on Garrett Wilson most of the night uh, on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And the way that he moves for a corner who's 6'3", who's 6'4", is, is impressive. Um. The other two guys that I watched, I watched a lot of Carl Lawson because he's back and um he was hurt last year. Yeah. And the other guy is the running back Brees Hall, the rookie running back. How is he? He looks phenomenal. So he looks fast, he looks he's big, he's strong. Okay. So he when they were doing 7 on 7s, he broke off like two or three big big runs that would have been touchdowns. Hmm. He's just so fast in the open field. Uh, but again, like I've said a few times, what what can you possibly take from a scrimmage where they're playing against each other? They're not going full board, right? And uh, you know, you're 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 obviously, you know, you're <coughs> you want to showcase your skills, but you also don't want to get hurt, and, that, and that's the problem with scrimmage, right? Um, and that's that's a problem. That's also a problem with you know games in August as opposed to games in, in September when you need the guys like Mekhi Becton who who is now injured again again and listen I'm at that point with Mekhi Becton though where I, I'm ready to say fuck it yeah how about you yeah because uh. this was his opportunity now and, and, and like, no and he came he came I, into camp looking and he, good yeah, and I'm not and listen I'm not saying that you know it's all his fault that he got hurt but at the end of the day the guy the guy has He's been hurt he all should, the time. He should have spent more time getting into shape and and more time working out because you have to think that maybe this injury has something to do with the lack of preparation. 
You know, I, I, I mean, I, I mean, yeah. he he spent a he had to have spent a decent amount of time working out and losing weight because he came into camp looking really good. Yeah, but he didn't come into camp, but football ready. Yeah, is what you're saying, yeah. essentially. Right? And 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 to also last year he he didn't play a lot. You know, he. Yeah. So so think about it. This is he wasn't there for OTAs. He showed up for training camp. That's the first football activity he's had since he didn't play last year. Yeah. So I don't know. I was concerned from the get go that, but I if he stayed healthy, I thought our offensive line could have been. Could have been very Re- good. Could have been could have been top. And I still think it'll be really good because it could, it could have been top top three four in the league. I thought, but now but now without him, uh, you know, I think our potential is a little bit less than it was. Yeah. But we could still we could still be good. So it could I still think, be a strength. I think it'll I think it'll still be better. Um, obviously, we signed Lakin Tomlinson and mm-hmm. Lakin Lakin Lincoln or Lincoln Lincoln Lake, Lincoln. It's like whatever. Lakin, yeah, something like that. And then and then. You know, at the end of the day, dude, we're we're also we have pretty high expectations, right? Of because this team, this team, we think is relatively talented, right? Compared to what we've had, right? yeah, we we feel like this team is is ready to take the next step forward, right? If Bob Sal is the coach and and the right coach and and Zach Wilson's the right quarterback, we think that we're primed to take that next step. Well. We got to do it, like Joe Beningo was saying. Week one, we got to. We yeah, gotta that's. Be, we got to beat the fucking. Ravens. We got to go out and make a statement because we cannot go zero and four or zero and three or th- or, no. or, or or one. And we need three. to come out of the. We need to come out of that four first four, those first four games two and two or better. We have to, otherwise, what are it's we going to be gone? Other, otherwise, what are we doing? When we come home for Miami, who we I think we can beat. I'm not Miami doesn't concern me in the slightest. Miami's it's with Tua like Tua's, I'm not. Not entirely worried about him, but no. I, the only thing the, I mean, now that they got Tyree Kill, it's a little bit of a, it's a little bit more of a concern than well, was, yeah, but, but you know, you know, the, I'm still not too. Yeah, the games after that are the the tough ones. You know, you got to go to you got to go to Denver and Green Bay back to back. But Green Bay is not what they were. No, no. But and Denver, Denver is better than they were. Yeah, with with Russ, Russ, and and just in general, their teams. It's you know you. I yeah. If if we can get through those first four weeks two and two, I'll be I'll be ecstatic. Absolutely. Hey. Jouse, what's up, man? Hi, how are you? Welcome. What's going on? Nothing much. Mm-hmm. Not my mom's. How was it? It's good. Amy was there. She was there. Mm-hmm. Oh Jesus. I didn't right. say anything to her though. You didn't. <laughs> my mom told me to talk to Aunt Carol first. On oh, the ride up to see what I should do. God. So, but Oakley and Ireland were running around like crazy. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, running around like crazy. Mm. So, cool. yeah. All right, well. Uh, I'm going to go upstairs. Okay. All right, go to sleep because I'm exhausted. Yeah, well, the, uh, our podcast people are listening, so. so Hi, podcast people. It's that? Chelsea here. Look at that. Yeah, they don't even know who you are, baby. Pretty yeah. sure they do. I'm the one that she, beats his fucking she, she ass guess, every week. She guest stars. <laughs> <laughs> I put my foot not up her ass. Not in the same way that everybody else does. She just comes down here and kicks your ass and leaves. Yep. I put my, my toes up onto her lower intestine every once in a while. Oh, please don't. <laughs> anyway, so we're talking Jets, baby. I love you, but... Fucking Miami. Well, when I walked yeah, in, you're well, fucking Miami. Well, well, Miami's in our division, baby. Okay. Right, <laughs> hey, I love you. Yeah, I love you, too. <laughs> Have a Bye, good night. Dylan. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. <laughs>
Fucking A, baby. Fucking A, Corey. <laughs> Love you. Love ya. <laughs> and that was Always our, a pleasure. And that was our weekly Chelsea segment. <laughs> yeah, brought to you by... Who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, she's going to come back down and kick your ass now. There it is. Whoa! That's what we should call the segment. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of Go Fuck Yourself, Corey. Listen, I fucked myself plenty. Uh, I'm, <laughs> and I'm your host. I'm your host. Oswalds and Enswalds. <laughs> I've been doing it for years. Um, anyway, so... Anyway. I don't know. <laughs> I, hey, listen. You love those, don't you? Yeah, I don't even bother pausing. I don't think I can even pause this. So. Probably not. New yeah. care, who cares? Uh, she's she's a she's a nut. She's a nut. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Almond joys have nuts. Mounds don't. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the Jets, real quick. Okay, so we said we're not too worried about Miami. We are worried about Buffalo, though. No? Oh, absolutely. Uh, and to be, have you been hearing anything about the stuff going on in New England? Apparently, they've got Matt Patricia running the offense. What the fuck is he doing? What are you, opening Christmas presents? Holy shit. Make a little more noise up there. Fuck. But, so apparently Matt Patricia's been calling the offensive Isn't plays. Isn't he the defensive guy? Yeah. What the fuck? It's, it's been offensive coordinator by committee, they're calling it. I think I think New England is imploding. Yeah. Do you uh, agree? I don't think that, I think that losing Josh McDaniels is terrible for uh, Mac Jones. Terrible. I think, I think it's terrible for Belichick as well. Yeah. Because Belichick's uh, not an offensive guy. I'm telling you, I so New England's first six games are they through seven they should be six and one. Mm-hmm. Like their their first six games are are easy. But they they got the tough. But so the schedule that we got for the beginning, they got, they got the back the end. end. Wow. Yeah. So they've got Buffalo like two times in two weeks, like we do. Yeah, they're gonna be fucked. They've got Green Bay and Denver towards the end, like. Yeah. So, you know, I I would not be surprised. I think we've talked about this. I think we take one from New England this year. I don't know which one, but I think we take one. I think the one at home is the one we get. But anyway, so ultimately we, we kind of agreed. I think we did agree. Buffalo was probably winning the division, right? Yeah. So uh, Buffalo is actually the odds on favor to win the Super Bowl right now. And the Jets, and the Jets, listen, if the Jets can even be a playoff team, a wild card, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be ecstatic. So, I just I, I would I would I'm holding out for meaningful games in December right now, because but, because the games but that we play an outside shot of, of yeah yeah a absolutely playoff, a playoff berth in the in the uh, in the wild card would be nice. But here's the thing too, you know, you go into December, and you have a chance to play meaningful games, and your your schedule in December is you have. So it starts with Chicago at the end of November. That'd be great. And then you've got Detroit in no- in December. You've got Detroit, Detroit, Minnesota, mm-hmm. uh, Jacksonville, Seattle. All games that you can win. Yeah, you definitely, know, definitely. Minnesota, Minnesota is the hardest game that are on that schedule. Yeah. And in Minnesota, I mean, I'm not exactly afraid of Minnesota. Whether it's the Twins or the fucking Vikings. See? <laughs> so, apparently the, the big thing coming out of our camp is that our defensive line has looked fucking Stellar. really, really good. Um, okay. Lawson, and, and they said Quinnen Williams is having the best camp of his career. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got, you know, we've got Jermaine Johnson's playing well, and John Franklin Myers, and they've got, like, a little bit of a rotation there. What about Jacoby Myers? They have... <laughs> <laughs> 
They had this kid, uh, Michael Clemens. They took him in the fourth round, I think, this year, third or fourth round. Mm-hmm. Defensive uh, lineman, an edge rusher from Texas A&M. Yeah. And they said he launched uh, – he he uh, launched one of the guys holding the pad the other like they had, mm-hmm. they were doing the drill where yeah and he launched the guy and quick help helped him up and uh, I think it was Rich Samini he was like yeah it doesn't look like the guy you want to get into a pushing match with <laughs> <laughs> so I'm hoping that you know maybe yeah, we this have, will we we're we're gonna be back to smash mouth defense you we know got some hopeful stuff going on so hopefully the Jets give us something to to love here and I'd like to see Sala take over the play calling if if he has to you know but. It doesn't seem like he was willing to last year. He yeah, but I think willing. I think this year he has more talent, and it's it's more to lose this year because you're in your second year. And I hope he does. Cause I la- think maybe last, last year, year he just thought he just figured it was last you know, it was last year the, the a lost cause. Last year the that defensive coordinator sucked. He was awful. Yeah, and we brought him back. He's still there. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> well, yeah, he better start fucking yeah, yeah. over the play call. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, you want to get into some live talk, or you want to take a break? Uh, let's let's yeah. just do the live talk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where first, real quick, where's the uh, where's the St. Jude's Championship at? Isn't that this that started? That's the FedEx Cup. Yeah, that's the, that's the first leg first. of FedEx. Um, St. Jude's. I'm not sure exactly where it is. It started today. I'm not sure exactly where it is. Um, I'd have to look it up. Yeah, I don't know who. Uh, I don't know who's leading the standings or anything oh, on that. Let me see that real quick. But uh, but again, I'm not really paying attention to the uh, PGA Tour because I've been fixated on the Live Tour. Yeah, I was. I I peeked at the standings a little bit the last time we were together. The Live Tour. Yeah, you know, yeah, just yeah. watching the. I I didn't watch any of it, but yeah, it's a fascinating idea, you know. It's it's better than what the PGA Tour is offering. I like the team, the, the whole team aspect to it too, you know. I love the team aspect. I also love the I love the the fact that guys are getting guaranteed money. I think it's a big deal. You know, I think there's a lot of things that are big deals. Uh, the whole premise that they're taking blood money is ridiculous. The PGA Tour does the same thing. Yeah. Fuck. But they're they're the epitome of hypocrites. They're they're essentially Democrats because they they lie to your face. Tell you they're not doing the same thing that fucking that person's doing, and they're doing this the same shit. Yeah. Fucking cocksuckers. That's the thing that makes me fucking nuts, dude. That drives me absolutely fucking crazy. Well, they got another tournament coming up in a couple of weeks there, right? So the St. Jude Classic is in Memphis, Tennessee, and uh, Siwoo Kim right now is winning oh. uh, with J.J. Spawn. Sahith Tagala, who is that Indian guy? He he's been pretty good this year. He's he's in second, and um, Sepp Straka is in third right now. But nobody really of yeah. too much substance here. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say. Siwoo Kim, Siwoo Kim's younger brother, uh, something Wong. <laughs> I mean, you got JT Poston. Tony Finau is he's tied, playing very well. He's right tied now. for fourth. Yeah, but somebody was like. Well, now that all the great players are off yeah, the PGA Tour, yeah. Tony can finally win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's probably true. Um, the Live Tour's got another tournament coming up uh, Labor Day weekend. Yeah, they do. Uh, up in Boston, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam Scott is tied 18th. Okay, so that's some. But, not, not, I mean, dude, a lot of these guys, like Max Homa is tied 18th. I mean... But there's not. I've, I, the only guy that I've ever heard of out of these guys that you even said was Finau. 
And Adam Scott. That's it. You don't know who Max Homer is? No. How about I got a How about Max. Aaron Wise? I've seen his name before. Aaron Wise, yeah, he's tied eighteen. Victor Hovland is tied thirtieth. No, he's a he's a young kid that is pretty good. Um Maverick McNeely. He's decent. Mac McAnally. Justin Thomas is tied thirtieth. Oh my god. Yeah. So Xander Shoffley's forty ninth. Billy Horschel's 49th. Wow. Yeah, it's Matt Fitzpatrick is 49th. Um, yeah. Mark Leishman is 60th. Leishman's a guy that they said is going to the live tour. Bubba Watson, too. Well, well I heard Leishman and uh, I heard um, Cameron Smith. So we were waiting on Cameron Smith, right? Yeah, we were. I, mean, Cameron, I think Cam Smith's definitely doing it. He's he's denying it still because he's playing in the FedEx Cup, and I think he doesn't want he doesn't want to get thrown out of the FedEx Cup before it's over because he wants a chance to win the FedEx Cup. But as yeah. soon as he has a chance to win it or or gets eliminated from the FedEx Cup, he's going to tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah, because you know, like he, 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 the guy, listen. I, there's no doubt in my mind, like, everybody's like, the Live Tour hasn't gotten anybody great, or there's no great players, but, like, that's not true. They've they've gotten a lot of good players that are not just players that are past their prime. But Henrik Stenson, to me, is a guy that can still really play. Uh, you know, he was going to be the captain of the fucking Ryder Cup European team, and then they told him that Luke Donald is now the captain because he went to the Lib. But... Who cares? Yeah. Henrik Stenson's still very viable. Yeah, these guys leaving doesn't... I think it's all bullshit. I really do. And at the end of the day, like, it just proves what a what a um, monopoly the PGA Tour had on, on golf because you, you, can't, you can't threaten independent contractors the way they've threatened them and then expect that that's going to work. That's just bullying them into doing what you want them to do. Instead of working with them and giving them the compensation that they deserve to have gotten because you've pocketed all their fucking money for so long. Right, right. Like I think Jay Monahan, the fucking PGA Tour commissioner, is he's made like eighteen million a year or some bullshit. Why is he making eighteen million a year? The fuck does he do for eighteen million dollars a year? Some of these golfers aren't making you know, more than a million or, or 500000 a year. Right. And and they're the ones putting up all the expenses to go to all these fucking tor- tournaments. They're the ones playing fucking, you know, uh, you know, I don't know. There Are there any more majors this year or no? No, it's over. No. So, but again, that's another thing. The live tour, the more players they get that are the caliber of Cameron Smith, it's going to make the PGA Tour go, well, we don't want to ban them from the majors because if we do that, then then it's going to water down our field and our majors aren't going to count as much. It's it's not going to help them and it's not going to it's not going to help the live players. So it doesn't make a lot of sense. But the whole the whole pr- premise that the live tour is only getting players that are past their prime or that that aren't very good or that aren't worth having um, is bullshit because everybody and their mother for the most part. Aside from McElroy and Tiger, and maybe Justin Thomas, are probably going to entertain it and right. and might even do it. So Will Zalatoris could go. I mean, if Will Zalatoris goes, if Cameron Smith goes, I mean, how could the tour go 
they don't have anybody good. And and Tiger must really have some very strong feelings about the whole entire thing as a whole if he actually turned down $700 million. He turned down $800 million. Yeah. And he fucking hates... He hates Greg Norman. Oh, so that... He hates Greg Norman. Him and... Tiger and Jack are really good friends. And Jack started the PGA Tour as they know... As you know it now. Jack and Arnie... Arnold Palmer started the PGA yeah, Tour yeah. as it is because... Back when it was the PGA of um, of America or whatever. Okay. Or back when it was uh, the USGA. Okay. See, I didn't they know didn't, any of this. They didn't like the way that they were compensated. They didn't like the way that the tournaments were run. They didn't like certain aspects of it. So Jack and, and Arnold Palmer decided to go out and start an alternate league, which they did, called the PGA of, uh, the PGA of America or whatever the fuck it is. You know you the 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 PGA, yeah, which yeah. is what it is now, and and that's why Tiger and you know they say oh it's legacy and it's all this bull-. but it's because Jack Nicholas and all these guys started this. This is their alternate league. They did the same fucking thing, right? It's 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 the hypocrisy is ridiculous. The only thing different is they they didn't openly take money from the Saudi Arabians, but Jack's built. How many golf courses in Saudi Arabia? Tiger Woods has gone and played for uh, um, appearance fees at these tournaments mm-hmm. for how long? Like, you can't tell me that you, you're not taking money from Saudi Arabia? Fucking get out of here. I love Tiger Woods. He's a fucking hypocrite. If he's going to sit here and say that, 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 that the Live League is totally against what he stands for. Give me a break. I'm sorry. I have to agree with you. I listen. I'm. I've never. I was just saying. I, I've I, never been more of a. I've never been a Phil Mickelson fan, but I would agree with Phil Mickelson on this, which to me is crazy. Yeah. No. Uh, I. I was just saying. I. I think that that Tiger's got some sort of problem if he's going to turn down that much money. Tiger. Maybe he doesn't need the money. Well, that's the thing. So Tiger and Rory don't need the money. So because they don't need the money, they can go, well, see, they have what, what some would call fuck you money, right? Right. So any, anytime you they don't... got more than a jet ski. Anytime, anytime, <laughs> you, anytime you don't agree with, with what somebody stands for, um, no matter how much money they're offering you, if you have fuck you money, you can go, fuck you, I'm not taking it, right? It's when you don't have the money, you can't go fuck you because you need the money. Well, right. a lot of the players that have taken the money don't have fuck you money. Right. Tiger Woods does. Yeah. Rory McIlroy does. Ergo, they haven't taken the money. Yeah. That's the reason they haven't taken the money. It's not because they're like, oh my God, it's absolutely reprehensible that you're taking the money from the Saudi Arabians. No. If Tiger Woods was just starting his career and needed the money, you don't think he would have fucking went to live? I think he would have. I also, I, I don't understand what him and... I I don't get why he and, and and Norman don't like each other like they like I don't know why they hate each other as much as they do but I think I, I suspect that part of it is that that Jack and and Greg didn't get along and the the fact that Jack, Jack and Greg didn't get along made Tiger because yeah. Tiger has a good affinity and a <coughs> and a good relationship with Jack and I think that was part of it but anyway I digress I don't know um but so live is live is exciting and uh, hopefully it sticks around and hopefully. Uh, they keep getting players like Cam Smith and stuff, and may, hopefully he goes out tours. Just fired his caddy. Maybe he's going to fire his agent, too. Yeah. Congratulations. You're finally an Asian. I mean, agent. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, 
That about does it, right? That about does uh, it. The only other thing that I wanted to add, I meant to actually add it when we were talking about the Jets, is uh, did you see that the World Mas- Massage Therapist Convention is in Cleveland? I did. <laughs> which is which is why, which is why our boy Deshaun Watson wanted to go to Cleveland so bad. Oh my God! What an ironic thing. Huh? That's yeah. It's got to be the definition of irony. Mm-hmm. Aside from the cause of this fire where these stress relief candles. Do you remember that Seinfeld? What? Which, you know, she goes, uh, you know, uh, that's ironic. And, 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 and the woman goes, what's ironic? And Elaine goes, you know, you, you know, uh, you get all these lesbians together, but, uh, but they can't find anybody that they really want to be with. You know, even though you know there there's women in this in in a room, all you know, just women all surrounding themselves in a room together. The woman's like, "No, what's irony? What's ironic mean?" And Elaine just like looks at her and goes, "Huh?" <laughs> like, <laughs> anyway, uh, all right, a lesbian well, wedding. Anyway, so listen, uh, <laughs> I guess that, that does it for the uh, for this this episode, right? Yeah. Um, we'll. Uh, We'll be back. We'll we'll get these couple of episodes fired up on the uh, YouTube. Absolutely on the YouTube. Now on the Anchor app too. On the Anchor app. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. So listen, listen we're dropping Anchor. Yeah, we're uh, we're about as close as you can get to, you know, dropping where, Anchor. Where, where yeah, <laughs> where we need to be. Okay. All right. Listen. All don't, right. Don't let them be cowboys. Yeah, and uh, tell you what. You get yourself a woman that isn't going to talk bad to you like the one I got. Because holy fuck, I got a mouthy one. Anyway, we (laughs) love you. Talk to you soon. Take care now. Bye-bye, then.